Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. Among life's necessary misfortunes is the need to earn one's keep. In that regard, Los Angeles artist David Schaffman has garnered mixed results. After his first exhibition in Paris at Galerie Perec, he managed to sustain a comfortable existence by peddling his work to a select clique of local real estate tycoons and a few expatriated despots from dingy Francophile cantons and caliphites. Things went well for a while until, of course, they didn't. The contemporary art market is a notoriously cruel mistress to those perennially stuck in the purgatory of mid-level fame. As soon as his collector base vanished, David resourcefully rebranded his work as a biting critique of post-industrial consumer capitalism. Not coincidentally, it was about that time when David began teaching. Hell hath no fury like an artist without a gallery, and as David retreated behind the bitter vines of academia, he became both more interesting and more insufferable. I remember one heated conversation that nearly ended our friendship. We were sipping mojitos at Café Martí in Santiago de Cuba after delivering back-to-back -back lectures at Universidad Oriente at a conference on aesthetics. The rum was beginning to have its effect and David started rambling about the theory of reification and how his new work was a chromatic reflection on commodity fetishism. The irony of regurgitating Marxist claptrap in a town where people still lined up to buy socks seemed to escape him, and at one point I snapped and grabbed him by the collar and hollered into his dumbstruck face, if Titian could sell his work to the holy freaking Roman emperor, then I think you could sell your work to some lame brain Arivise from Goldman Sachs. Eavesdropping on our conversation from a neighboring table was an older gentleman. He was sucking on an unlit cigar and was pretending to read the sports page from a crumpled copy of Sierra Maestra. After about half an hour of intermittent eye contact, I walked over, introduced myself, and invited him to join us. I offered to light his cigar, but he firmly demurred. David undoubtedly has his own self-aggrandizing version of the events but I am prepared to swear on a stack of back issues of Art Forum that that was how Schaffman met the legendary Cuban master, Mika Carpentier. At the time, the name Carpentier was as ubiquitous in Latin America as the name Schaffman is today in Los Angeles. Carpentier's installation, The Song of Degrees, was making its way through the contemporary art museums of Western Europe, and for the moment at least, the Castros, we're leaving him alone. Born in Riga in the winter of 1926, the Carpentier family moved to Havana in 29 following Nikolai Bukharin's expulsion from the Politburo. Humble by nature, Carpentier lived his entire life in his childhood home on Cale Jorge Colomé. Known primarily for his tawdry sketches on discarded paper bags, he was a seminal figure within the Caribbean avant-garde. 
referred to by his peers as El Dibujante Grande, Carpentier was loved and admired by that stubborn fragment of Cuban society that struggled to remain vibrant and independent, both under Batista and later under the communists. He had talents that appealed to the intelligentsia, a love of middle-brow poetry, an aptitude for regional patois, knowledge of useful facts, and the ability to persuade through flattery. I suppose at bottom, Schaffman and Carpentier were kindred spirits. Both were wrongfully accused of being overly facile. Both were libeled as being hollow and impossibly vain. Both were known to destroy warehouses of unfinished work with the appointed severity of an auto da fe. And both show an obsessive commitment to the pencil. I recently saw an exhibition of David's drawings and was struck by his poetic sense for the page. Silent intervals gave way to scrambled agitation, invoking the messiness of thought with the clarity of articulation. His true debt is to the tussled sheets of Federico Zucchero, those rough sketches cluttered with pentimenti. In a recent interview with the art historian Toshiru Oh, David described his connection to Italian mannerism as a prayerless captivity. It was a typical Schaffman comment, empty, pretentious, and obfuscating. Next time on our podcast, we'll talk more about drawing and how it provided an unlikely link between Schaffman and the French painter Currado Malaspina.